Hello, hello, and welcome back to the Call Me When You Get This podcast. My name is Caitlin, and I am just so glad that you are here as always. And guys, I am so stoked for this episode. This episode is with my younger brother, Matthew. He goes by Matt, but I've been calling him Matthew my whole life, so I can't seem to switch it. So sorry, pal. But it didn't take much convincing for him to be on here, but this episode is very special to me, obviously because he's my younger brother, but also because we were not necessarily close growing up. And <clears throat> excuse me, I feel like in the last two, three years, there's been just a shift. And we talk a little bit about that in this episode, but he is one of my very favorite people, one of the most talented people I know and hardworking and He has worked really hard to achieve his dreams and his goals, and he's just getting started, and he talks a lot about that in this episode. So I will say we talk a little bit about depression, anxiety, so if any of those things might trigger you, you have been warned. It's not too, too heavy. Um, It's kind of him just telling his story of how he went from going to be a pilot to going to work in Seattle for all these different sports teams. Um as a video director, so, or video director, technical director, I don't know the official title, but I'm very proud of him, and I'm very proud that he's on this episode, so it's a little bit longer, but I hope that you will enjoy kind of hearing about us, and I feel like you're seeing me in my truest form, not that I haven't been real in the other episodes, but it's my brother, I'm so comfortable, so I love him, and I love you guys, and so here is my conversation with my brother, Matthew, Matt, Kerrigan. Everyone, I am here with my younger brother, not little brother. I've tried to break myself of saying that. My younger brother, <laughs> Matthew, also known as Matt. Um, that's me. That's him. And I have somehow actually it didn't take much convincing to get him here, surprisingly. Um the whole family is shocked. The group chat cannot believe. Yeah, and I'm kind of surprised by that because I feel like if anyone is going to support the family's creative endeavors, it will be me. So, that is correct. You're on here before that. So, but, uh, I mean, water's wet. Like, <laughs> Is <laughs> that dad is coming on? I want to have mom and dad on. That would be fun. That would be crazy. <laughs> That'd be a lot of fun. Um, so we'll see, but I'm excited. Uh, obviously, we grew up together, so Matthew is weird because I feel like you know me better than anyone, but also no. I see where you get that. I Because I have a similar thing with the family. Like, I think you guys know me, but you don't know, like, what I do on a daily basis. Yeah, and, like, we don't live in the same house anymore. None of that. We live about an hour away from each other, but about to move. We're going to talk more about it, but Matthew is moving to Seattle in like a month. Yeah, I'm very which excited. Which is wild and crazy. Our parents are going out there too. So like, it's just me, Zach, Mary, and Ward left here in the, <laughs> in the homestead. Zach's our other brother, and then Mary is his wife, and Ward is his son, our almost five-year-old nephew, um, the only one. We all know he's the favorite. It's fine. Yeah. Sandra, we, we I know been, you're listening. 
and we know <laughs> it's okay. We you don't. It's it. fine. It's okay. <laughs> Um, so yeah, Matthew and I are about a year and a half apart in age, about to be the big two, four this year, aren't you? Uh, yeah, in little, almost exactly a month, um, which feels weird because anytime I talk about it with people, like I still feel like I'm like 17. All of my friends, just so you know, and I think you know this, especially Laura, you're still like 12 in their head. I told Laura oh, the other no. day, yeah, I was that... like. Matthew's going to be 24 sense. next month. And she's like, 24? I was like, <laughs> none of us can believe it either. It's crazy. Yeah, so I wanted uh, Matthew to come on because, whew, I mean, there's a lot of reasons. But I feel like over the last two years, him and I have gotten really close because we just both, wow, I said that weird, both kind of went through it in different capacities and different ways. But I think our timeline was very similar, unknowingly. Um, and as someone who currently is like kind of doubting and dealing with depression, Matthew is someone who has gone through it, um, did a complete career switch, and now he's making a big move and just graduated college. Do you have a We're whole up. notebook? A notebook? No. No, so this is this is my journal, and I figured it might be good to have. Oh, with me. okay. I was like, not a notebook. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> um, um, but I, um, I mean, obviously, growing up, we fought all the time, and didn't. When you're like fourteen, fifteen, you're not talking to your siblings about life problems, and if you are, awesome. We had like one day not. a year. One we day did, a year, yeah. maybe, that was, we would discuss. I think discuss. it was usually, like, Christmas, too. I was going to say, Christmas was, like, the day. <laughs> we would, Christmas was our one day of a year where we did not fight. And um, we just, there was, like, world peace that day. Christmas Eve and I, Christmas Day. I do remember the one Christmas that uh, one of our dogs threw up. And you refused to clean it. Probably. So I ended up cleaning it even though mom wanted us to do it together. Um, I remember fighting over that on Christmas, but that is like the only one. I do not recall, however, having Bruno, which for the listeners, Bruno is my puppy. He is wild. It has made up for all of that, okay? Trust me. <laughs> it has made up for all of it. Um, I, yeah, so we, um, but I feel like I, through like my divorce and all of that stuff, our family's gotten really close not just because of my divorce, but I think it kind of oddly helped. If I can say that, I don't know. Sure. sure. It was just like something everybody supported me, you know, and we were just all talking all the time. Yeah. And I then it became like other stuff. We have a family Snapchat and group chat, which at Zach, still waiting on that iPhone. Still <laughs> waiting on the iPhone. Zach listens to every episode. So kind. Thank you. Um, but we're still wanting those messages to be blue. <laughs> One I day. I support uh, freedom of choice when it comes to your phone. So <laughs> you do use it. <laughs> so much. But um, so, yeah, just going to chat maybe a little bit of a heavier episode, but that's OK. Um, that's what I'm here to do is just share. I want to share my story and other people's stories. And especially I think it'll be cool. My brother we've seen each other through literally all of life <laughs> all of life um so yeah so i guess you can kind of tell your 
wherever you want to start in your story. I don't want to tell you to like so, start in a specific spot. Ah, uh, it's gonna be tough. Okay, so I think it's probably good to set some context because a lot of it won't make sense unless you yeah, kind of like know me. I'm bad about not giving context. Go uh, on, go forth. But so basically, the run of it, uh, I am really into movies. I really like stories. Uh, which is another reason I'm really excited that you're doing this podcast because I think it's cool. Um, but I think storytelling is a, a unique art form and it can teach us a lot as people. And that is something I discovered about myself like early on, like when I was like 12, I think. But yeah. I remember when I was a kid, I wanted to make movies. Uh, I briefly had a YouTube channel that never went anywhere. That was a lot can of I fun. Can I say the name? Can I say the no. name? No. Dang it. No. Okay. That that one's off. Shout out. I'm, I mean, it's gone anyway, but oh, it was, it was a rough time. <laughs> it was chaos. It was chaos, if you will. Oh, uh, yeah. Hilarious. Anyway. Um, but yeah, so I did that growing up. Um, and then somewhere in my teens, um, I just kind of got, I don't want to say convinced out of it, but I kind of let myself just off almost and just because like there are people people would tell me like oh you know like making movies would be fun and stuff but is it realistic like you're from tennessee like nobody la is forever away whatever yeah i I just kind of fell out of it and somewhere in my teens uh i was just like you know they're probably right um so and one way or another, I ended up getting into airplanes, and that's a whole nother story, and it's nothing. Go ahead. Yeah, now that I think about it, I don't even know how you got into planes. Was it our uncle? Did he help? No, so I was actually playing video games with uh, some of my friends, and we were playing this one World War One game that I really suck at, but um, there's planes in it, and that was like the only thing that I was like halfway decent at. And oh. one of my friends just made like an off comment of like, Oh, don't worry. Uh, whoever, you know, Matt's in the sky. He's got us or something. And I was like, Oh, that could, that could be fun. Like Matt's in the um, sky. I love that. Yeah. So, uh, and it, it was, it happened really fast too, because I remember I tried to get my, I wanted to get into flight school. While I was still in high school. And I did it for yeah. a little bit, but then it was just too expensive. And I was like, okay, never mind, I'll wait. <laughs> so also for reference, then, everyone, we lived like twenty-five minutes north of Nashville growing up. But there was like the big flight stuff is in like Murfreesboro, from my understanding. I mean, you could do stuff at BNA, but Murfreesboro has like a huge aviation hub. Yeah, right? Murfreesboro, yeah, Murfreesboro, specifically MTSU, and that was part of it too, because um I'm I'm I would say I'm a very gullible person. Like if something like lines really? up, I'm like it it must oh, be. Oh yeah, fake. that is true <laughs> like, about you. It's true about um, you. I'm the same because, way. Because uh like whenever I started researching like oh, like what would this look like or whatever, I discovered that MTSU, my now alma mater, um, they have like the number two flight okay. program in the country. Yeah, go go blue, big fan. Um and so I was like, 
wow, that's in basically my backyard. Like, okay, I, I'm sold. Like, this is what I'm supposed to do. It makes sense. Because also, flying is really fun. And I still really enjoy it to this day. Um, but I, I think one of the things I didn't recognize going in was how hard it would be. Because, and I'll get mm-hmm. to that part a little bit later. But um, I, I did sign up basically <laughs> like uh, I I went into college as a pro pilot major uh having flown like a total of two hours maybe and uh that would have been like two years prior at that point or something so mm-hmm. it was a little naive I guess going in just of like flying a plane can't be that hard but <laughs> it also like fit my boxes of like it's not an office job I'll get to travel because I, I'm also the kind of person, like, if I'm sitting still for five minutes, I'm probably going insane, so. Yeah. I feel like, too, our dad was, like, a big, he loved the idea of you flying planes. I think, Dad, if no, you're listening. No, I, I would say that's accurate. Well, I don't know if he listens, but if you're listening, I think it's something he, like, would love to do. And, like, a, if he could do it over. He would really like enjoy to do that, and so it was fun for him to see mm-hmm. you do something that he didn't know maybe that he wanted to do until you were doing it. If that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, and I think I think that was part of it too because I remember having a similar conversation with him actually. Of like, he I think one of the things he told me at one point was like if he were my age or like twenty years younger or something, uh, he would absolutely give it a shot. But yeah. Um, so yeah, that's that's an interesting angle, but that actually is a good thing to bring up because another thing that kind of like kept driving me, I guess, was like I sold people on this. Like it, I, you did. I, I people like I don't want to say like I was a celebrity within the family, but I remember like anytime we would meet you up were, with our family, it's okay. We I mean, know. Like, I mean, Matthew's we know. the underdog favorite. Everyone. You may not. I'm, to the outside, it is me or Ward, but no. <laughs> Matthew is the underdog favorite. We all know. It's okay. I've accepted it. I, I get running points because I call our mom, but that's it. You do, yes. Uh, but yeah, so I, I do remember like going to family functions and stuff and like even just talking uh, by proxy, like mom would mention like, oh, I talked to so-and-so and mentioned that you're doing this and they're so excited for you. And I was like, that's really cool. And also my like 18-year-old brain <laughs> was like, oh, people are giving me attention for this. That's awesome. Let me do more. So it well, was kind of a Do you remember perfect... our uncle, uh, we call him Thriller. Do you remember him coming to our house with like all of this like plain Oh yeah, it's all in the attic. Memorabilia. Yeah. <laughs> yeah There's so much. Attic. I was like, what the heck? And he was like, it's for Mongo. And I was like, <laughs> okay. Yeah. Sounds good. Uh, anyway, that's what yeah, we call or thriller calls Matthew. Mongo. Yeah. Um yeah, all that stuff is sitting, I think, in the attic. But Oh, cool. Anyway. Um <laughs> Should have brought it yeah, out for the pod. For the pod. But um yeah, so just being kind of I I think having people have expectations of me definitely kind of further me along, but not in a good way, almost like kind of in, 
don't want to say toxic way because that's such a zoomer thing to say but no but i think very... you felt pressure you felt pressure to do something that maybe you liked the idea but once you got in it you were like yeah i think that's maybe fair. i don't want to do this i i think that's fair because that that definitely especially like towards the end of my my flying days that's what it started to feel like um whereas first it was just like oh expectations and but not, i i didn't see them as negative or like as anything that i couldn't live up to it was more of just like yeah okay people are keeping up now but um definitely yes. towards the end it turned into pressure because and again, I'll, I'll get into the nitty gritty of it in, in a little bit, but um, especially like that last summer, like it was just, I, I, it no longer felt like I was doing it for, to fulfill expectations, but to meet them. And yeah, that was, I, I think a big mindset shift, but anyway. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and I want to say too, like, we have great parents. They always like push us to be the best we can be they are the most forgiving people i oh, have literally ever met in my oh, life it is i know i like am the most dramatic person in the world but also. truly like <laughs> our parents extend so much grace and forgiveness and just like they put oh, yeah. pressure on us because they want us to be our best they see our capability but i think that we both kind of in a way roundabout way went through like oh, this is what I thought I wanted to do, mm -hmm. but actually, I'm good. <laughs> I actually You're don't right. want to do this at all. Because I, I mean, you remember, like, I thought I was going to be in the medical field my whole entire life. I do. Like That was, it feels I, like forever ago. I know. Well, I was just sure of it. Because dad mm -hmm. was always like, human resources or nursing, Caitlin, you're going to do great at either of them. <laughs> I was like, well, I don't want to go into HR. So, yeah. um, nursing it is, I guess. And obviously, I work in marketing. so. Neither of those things happened, but it wasn't like a bad pressure. Sometimes mm. it can be a little like suffocating, I think. And that's maybe, I don't want to put words in your mouth, but what you were feeling of just like, like for me, oh my I Lord. Think, I think for me, it, it became much more personal uh, because specifically, I mean, also you got to remember at this time, like COVID was rampant. Um, yeah, 2020, done, shout out. Four yeah, years ago. I, which is crazy. Oh my God. Yeah. But I got my private certificate in 2019. So, and for anyone who doesn't know what it's like to go get your pilot's license, private is literally the bare minimum. Like you fly this little single engine, like it can only go. Gonna like die maybe. plane. They're so much fun though. Oh, I love them. But, um, and then 2020 hit later that year, and then I got my instrument rating, which means I can fly in clouds. I got all of, like, really the important stuff that I needed during the pandemic years. So, like, I was literally, like, wearing a mask in the plane with my instructor. We would wipe it down with, what like, was his name? wipes. Uh, Dylan. Shout out, Shout out Dylan. to Dylan. He's here. <laughs> He's awesome. What a guy. Um, he, and he was super country, too. He's a lot of fun. But... Um, but yeah, I think towards the end, it was, it became so much more personal for me just because like, I knew that, and I remember too, because, uh, also for anyone who knows me that might be listening, um, like I, I, anytime I'm going through something, I, I will rant about it and put it on my Snapchat story 
No, because... you never. <laughs> well, because I'm the I'm the kind of person like I have to hear myself talk it out and like basically listen to myself as if it were a conversation. Oh my god, just like, record that's... a voice memo. No, I'm I'm far too dramatic for that. So, <laughs> but um, we get our drama also... team from our mom. Well, so... I also I also live off of attention, so I think. <laughs> that that's part of it as well but uh we are so for, alike it is terrifying that, that's for a, a therapist to dissect one day but <laughs> zach said unrelated um the past like two years in our family have been absolute hell um which is fine we've made it but just like lots of grief and like bad things have happened and zach after uh september's happenings this past year <laughs> Zach goes, I'm just gonna pay for group therapy for all of us. I'm like, I don't want to go to group therapy with you people. Yeah. I don't think that, I, that I, would be a good thing. I, that, I don't want to send the therapist to therapy, so but okay, sorry, continue. Oh, I love no, attention too, like, I get it. Yeah, so um I, I remember it was during my commercial certificate, which is not like that doesn't mean if I get it, I get to go fly the big planes. It just means that I could make money like flight instructing or banner towing or something. Um, oh, I did during, not realize the difference. Yeah, no, they're not going to, you don't jump from a uh, single engine straight up to the jumbo jets. Okay, you, there's like so a whole process. All these years I've had that very mixed up because I was like, he has his commercial no. certificate license. No, no. So I remember Where you telling get? me like at Delta southwest whatever like if you get hired there it's like a lot of on the job hands-on training partially i mean there's like a whole process to it because it goes private instrument commercial and you can technically get your instrument after commercial but that's irrelevant um but private instrument commercial then at least the mtsu way to do it would be then get your multi-engine um, which still isn't like the big planes that you're thinking of. It's just like a twin prop. Um, sure. Like King Love Air it. or something. And then you go into simulators to get uh, what's called uh, type rated for. Like, and is that the, what your the, friend, Henry. Nate? Hey, I kind of mix up every time. I mean, time. They're, bo they're both doing it, but Henry okay. is like leaps and bounds ahead of everybody. Literally in the clouds. Genius. He's in the clouds. Yeah. He's if working for Endeavor right now. But yeah. It's like, sorry um, guys, off topic completely. <laughs> I just, the more you know, well, because when, also when that was all happening, it was 2020 and it was just very like, I feel like that whole year is just a big blur and like any information that was given to me in 2020, I probably did not store in my brain. Yeah. Um, well, I, I think. My, my I got my commercial in 2021 because I remember 2021 was like, oh, that was the probably, year. yeah, that was probably one of the harder years of my life. I'm not a fan of 2021, and it wasn't just that stuff going <laughs> Me on. Like there actually, yeah. So. And but uh, I remember that summer while I was getting my commercial because I had like flunked the spring semester. Um, like you were not doing I'd, well. I, I was not. It was, and they let me fly planes. It was kind of scary, but um, I'd I'd flunked the the spring semester, like almost all my classes except maybe two, and I got by barely in those. And then I was getting towards the end of my commercial rating, and I I remember sitting down in my car and like recording this video of myself and just being like, 
I'm not having a good time right now. <laughs> and I, like, yeah. um, I, I, I remember saying something to the effect of like, I, I think it's just because like, I was, I'm finally coming to the realization of just like flying alone, isn't going to bring me the fulfillment that I thought it was going to bring me, which is really upsetting because that was the idea that I was selling myself on for the past, like mm-hmm. at that point, five or six years. Um, mm-hmm. and it was a little crushing, but, um, and I actually failed that check ride well. too. <laughs> oh, really? I, yeah, I, I failed that check ride the first time around, um, one, once on ground knowledge and then, uh, on the flying part, I messed up my power off 180s, which are difficult in my defense, but, um, well, I remember I when you to... would, or I would call you and I would be like, Hey, how are you? And you would be like, oh, I'm not great, but I have to fly today. So like, whatever. I was like, okay, sounds good. Because didn't you, you didn't fly out of state, did you? Or did you fly to Ohio? Why is that in my head? I did did fly to Ohio on my own once. That was the the longest flight I did by myself. Um, And that was just because it was a requirement. But um, no, most of the stuff we like just stayed in Middle Tennessee more. But but the flying that I was in Knoxville. Don't forget. I did fly to Knoxville uh, a couple times because you still have to do some cross country uh, every once in a while. But like all of the stuff that, especially towards the latter end of commercial and like when it really started to get hard, it was hard for the whole thing. But uh, the maneuvers that I had to do just made me miserable because they were really hard. <laughs> um, but well, and I mean, you're it's... not passionate about it. Like there's a difference in like something being really hard, but you want to do it. Like you're passionate. You want to mm. excel. You want to move forward versus like, you're not passionate about it, but you have to get it done. Like yeah, and there's I think, a very big difference. Yeah. I think definitely by the time that the semester ended, uh, I was definitely in that camp that you were just talking about. Um, because I used to get excited about flying. Like I remember there was a specific stretch um, after I had gotten going in private and like kind of got to know my flight instructor a little bit. And I started to understand what I was doing a little more and like I was capable where that's when I really started to like flying a lot because it was just fun. Um, Mm -hmm. And that's how I imagined it would be. Um, but I think most of that was just because I was learning something new and I enjoy learning and the learning process and yeah. also flying is really cool. So like, yeah, um, I think it started there and probably ended somewhere at the beginning of commercial, I would say, uh, mm-hmm. or like mid commercial. But um, there was that one stretch of like, I love this. This is ton of fun. I'm having a great time. But I think just a combination of both like the pandemic and also just ultimately knowing deep down that it wasn't the right fit. I somewhere in commercial just started to really drag my feet. So, um, but so yeah, I failed that check ride. Um, I think once on the ground knowledge and then once in the air and then I retook it and I probably should have failed it a third time, but my examiner was really cool. And, um, I didn't fail by a, like a huge margin. He he let me off the hook a little bit, but I also wonder if he like noticed that I I could not <laughs> keep yeah. doing this. So yeah. Um, but I remember after after that, um, 
because I had already made up my mind, like, once that was over, I'm taking a break uh, mm-hmm. from school. Um, and so I took the Do you remember calling phone- me and telling me that? You told I do. me before you told mom and dad. I was in the car. You called me and you're like, I have to tell you this. I have to tell mom and dad too, but I'm telling you first. And I was like, okay, sounds good. And then I told I told you, I was like, do what you need to do. It's yeah. like, there's no pressure. I, from I do remember way. because there was also just a lot of other stuff going on around that. Um, That was drawing my focus away and like I was trying to do too much and it was it was just not a good mix you know so yeah. I remember like yeah I took I guess it was that spring spring of 2022 I think is the one I took off yeah uh spring of 2022 I took that off um just to be like all right I need to figure out what I'm doing because I and I posted another I did another like ramble rant on my snapchat story where i was just like i just feel like the way i'm going about this i it's i'm not getting anywhere i'm just running into a brick wall over and over and like i i don't know what i need to do differently i need to figure that out and so uh and i i think because i when i took it off i went with the intention of going back as a pilot i i just need to get my life in order and then get back to it um but I, I don't know what happened because in the early part where of that semester that I took off, I was doing great. Like I was going to the gym. I was eating right. You became a new person. You were like healthy-ish mentally. Healthier. Yeah. We'll say healthier mentally. Well, yeah. And it was very brief because uh, that lasted for a little bit. And I think I was I was way less stressed for sure and I think most of that was just because I wasn't dealing with school and like I was able to do the things that made me healthy and stuff and that you definitely were working. had Yeah, it and it all definitely had like positive effects and stuff but it didn't address the real issue, you know? Right. So I I felt like I got sick one weekend in like February or something and I fell basically right back down to earth and like I wasn't doing as bad because, again, I, I just wasn't dealing with as much stress. But um, I, I do remember just returning kind of back to that, I don't want to say hole, but it was, it was more of a ditch, I would say. <laughs> it uh, was like a, just a dark place. Like it was just Yeah, it, it was not fun. But um, you also, anyway. I don't know if you want to like touch on this, but I also feel like you were working through some serious like what do I believe? What do I know to be true for myself? And yeah, so that I've, kind of stuff too. On the spiritual side, I think a lot of that had largely, I don't know if all of that was completely resolved because honestly, even now, I don't know if all of that is completely resolved. I'm going to go with no, because even for me, it's not. I feel like you were just like, there was a lot swirling in your brain at once with like oh, totally. career, yeah, absolutely. spirituality, even like family stuff because oh, 100%. like 100%. I mean, like our family dynamics have shifted completely they used to be not what they are now we're all pretty close i feel like maybe i'm wrong yeah but... that's actually a really interesting we i, I honestly want to talk about that a little later okay. because yeah. that is very that's a very interesting um uh, especially now but 
anyway, so, but you're absolutely right. There was a lot swirling in my head and it basically brought me back down to earth. And at the end of that semester that I would, took off and going into summer, I basically hadn't budged by the end mm-hmm. of it. I was very much in the same boat and which was like that started to add more stress because I knew like decision time was coming as far as like, I mean, the fall semester would be in just a few months or whatever, but I was still very much like, no, I'm good right now. Like my life is chill. (laughs) I'm, I'm doing better, not great, but much more manageable. You didn't want to like disrupt the little bit of peace you found. Exactly. And, um, but the fateful day came, uh, I think sometime in July, I want to say of 2022 was it before or after the beach trip. I could not tell you. I have no idea. I think probably after. Okay. The beach um, trip I, is like very like specific. Oh, is that like, like a marker in your head? Yeah. I, I, that makes sense. Yeah. That makes sense though. Yeah. Um, but we I went and saw through it. We were all that, going through it. Honestly, yeah. 2022 was, uh, that was an interesting year. It got better Hopeless. for me. But, <laughs> um, it did for me too. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I went and saw Everything Everywhere all at once in theaters, which is my favorite movie now. Uh, Shut and up, I tell Cannon. people this. I, I tell people this constantly awesome. because, one, it is just a really good movie. But also, it is kind of like the perfect movie for me, especially during that time. It's a very existential movie. Uh, it hits a lot of notes uh, and a lot of buttons. And me, like, this kind of goes back to what I said earlier, of just, like, I appreciate good storytelling. Not only does that movie have good storytelling, but thematically, it just really resonated with me and yeah. basically reminded me of why I like movies so much. And it's for experiences like that. Because, like, I don't cry in movies a whole lot. I I didn't weep in that one, but I definitely think I cried more than I have at any other movie. Um, I still have not seen it. I mean, I don't know. It's it's long. I haven't been in, in the emotional place to see it yet. <laughs> well, I, I remember because one of, one of my coworkers told me about it. And he was like, Matt, I think you'll really like this movie. And I was skeptical at first because it was a multiverse movie and it's you know anything about comic book movies the multiverse thing is kind of beating a dead horse almost but <laughs> at that time it was still relatively kind of okay but yeah anyway like that that's kind of besides the point but i remember walking out of that movie and i got to my car and i kind of just sat in silence for a second and i was i i genuinely said to myself shit like I want to yeah. do that. This is yeah. a problem. Um, and I I remember I, sl- I let myself sleep on it for a couple of days. But then I started making rounds, like calling people and being like, uh, guys, we might we might be turning this boat around. Um, Back to where it originally wide. docked. Yeah. Um, and so I remember like I slept on it for a couple of days and then. I eventually mustered up, like, well, shoot, like, yeah, no, this is what I want to do. That's, we're going to have to do it. So, because um, that's the other part that I, I kind of failed to mention earlier is, like, I had this deep, uh, like, I don't want to say wisdom as a child, but 
uh, awareness, I would say, to just like being happy is more important than just about anything. So I yeah, like you did have that as a job because you gave no hex about literally anything. You're like, guys, I'm just gonna do my own thing. I don't really care. Yeah. In, not in a mean way, but especially when you were no. like really young, it was really funny because you're like, I don't care how it makes you feel. It makes me happy. So yeah, I'm like, doing it. Um, and I I don't know what it was that like kind of got me off of that, but. I like looking back. I'm like, why didn't I listen to myself? <laughs> like my younger self. Well, culture. Knew I mean, what like, was up. we're in the yeah. south. Culture tells you differently. That too, but um, eventually I got around to calling mom and dad, or I don't even think I called them. I just texted them. I was like, hey, I'm coming me. down. To I know I called you. I I talked to my best friend Ian extensively about it, but I remember texting mom and dad, and I was like, hey, just so you know, I'm coming down to the house in a couple of days. We're gonna talk about some stuff. Because also at this point, I mean, we, mom and dad and I's relationship has definitely moved mountains at this point. I would say like between <laughs> the three of us. craters. It has moved craters. Yeah. Between the three of us. Uh, I mean, I, I think you know me pretty well and like probably better than I give you credit for. But I think mom and dad have seen pretty much no, i won't say all of it because none of you have seen all of it all of it but they have seen quite a bit um, well and that's what back to what we were saying earlier we are the siblings we're also vastly different and yes. i would say that you and zach are actually probably more alike than we think maybe I, oh no i think that's accurate i think zach and i are a lot alike yeah um, and like in a lot of like pretty deep thinkers philosophical mm -hmm. type whatever Absolutely. and i think i was that i am that way to a degree but i was more that way when i was younger mm -hmm. and now after everything i went through yes everything has meaning behind it but i'm also like kind of where you are like well my happiness matters <laughs> and yeah. so and that's just i'm kind of like live laugh loving right now i'm in my live laugh love era <laughs> that's, god you're such a millennial but, oh. <laughs> uh, so like mom and dad they when you were going through that they were also dealing with like my stuff mm -hmm. and then other stuff going on it was just like a domino yeah, Shout out, that, mom and dad. They're real yeah, MVPs. You guys, are, you guys are pretty good at this game. Uh, <laughs> but they but have yeah, seen I, it all. They've seen it they all. They have. Uh, but I, I, I scheduled a time with them where I could go down to the house and just kind of talk through things because I think they also, I mean, they were also aware like decision time was coming because it was at this point like mid-July and the school semester started like in a month or a little yeah. over a month. Um, but so I went down there and I was, I just, I was honest with him. I was just like, Hey, uh, I'm going to be completely honest with you. I don't really see myself going back to school. And they heard that part. And like, I Blacked think they, 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 <laughs> they didn't clock out, but they definitely started bracing themselves for the worst possible outcome. Um, which I mean, I don't know, to an extent, I feel like maybe this was it, but also. They I don't think so. I mean, they are so proud. I mean, I mean, now, yeah, but I mean, in that immediate moment, it, I, I can't imagine they were thrilled to hear 
hey mom, hey dad, I'm going from this lucrative career as a pilot and I'm going to roll the dice and see if I can make movies. Um, lucrative, you get four points for that word. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. Um, but I, I told him, like, yeah, I don't see myself going back unless I switch my major. And I remember when the, when that part came out of my mouth, like, that, I, I don't get nervous around mom and dad anymore. Like, it's very we rare. Know. Um, we know. <laughs> <laughs> but I remember when I said that, like, I, I felt the pit in my stomach that I get uh, whenever, like, my anxiety kicks in or whatever. Um, and I don't really remember the immediate pause that much. I feel like there was one, but I do remember immediately they were just like, okay, like that, that's your choice. That's fine. People do it. Um, and I think dad was the one that said that. And I was like, oh, well, look at him. (laughs) Um, He started as wildlife fishery and then as an x-ray tech. I do forget that. I I forget that. But, um, Mom but used yeah, to work were... as a paralegal in a real estate agent. Like, come on. We've all been there. <laughs> yeah. It, it's honestly kind of a family tradition at this point. Yeah. Um but they were they were so supportive and I I will never be able to fully ex- one articulate but two uh express my gratitude towards mm-hmm. the sac- like cuz that was an immediate sacrifice like they'd already poured so much into my flying and for me i've i'd already gotten like pretty far and for me to drop a dime and be like no thanks like i i don't think there there are a lot of parents that wouldn't do or handle it the way that they did and like we i am very lucky for for that um the most forgiving the most forgiving Absolutely. And so then it was kind of scramble time from there because I was like, okay, I got the green light. And I also remember like when I talked to them about, about it initially, it was supposed to be just as I'm going to try it out kind of thing. Um, yeah. I'm going to go back for a semester, just see what it's like. And then if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. But obviously it has worked. Um, and yeah. that first semester back, I mean, it was night and day. Like, I was having fun again. You, um, I will say, like, from an outsider perspective, which I didn't live in Middle Tennessee at the time, but even just, like, talking to you on the phone, I mm-hmm. could tell, like, there was, like, an actual shift. Yeah, of, like, it was. I'm doing what I love. I'm excited mm-hmm. to go to class. I'm excited to do the projects and, mm-hmm. like, do things that challenge me, mm-hmm. push my creative envelope. But also my like mental capacity, yeah. And you were like figuring out the balancing act, but you were happy to figure it out versus like yeah. And I I also give a lot of credit to a lot of the people that I met uh, in that fall semester. Shout out to my single cam one class. uh, If any of you guys are listening, because (laughs) I hope they do. Hi. I hope they do too. Because they okay. I (laughs) (laughs) um, even though I don't do like filmmaking or movie making um a lot of people that i met in that class uh they kind of just showed me what people who are into the same like how much that can help you of just like being around like-minded people in the sense of just like we all want to be creative we all appreciate this aspect of movies or whatever and like i when i tell you it was 
it almost felt like having friends for the first time. Like, I bet I don't think that's accurate, but it feels partially no, accurate. I understand that actually because yeah, I not the same thing at all. But when I like moved back here and kind of fell into my friend group that I had, mm-hmm. I was like mind blown. <laughs> yeah, like, no, what totally is going on because yeah, I, was like, I feel Wait. like I have true friends for the first time, which mm-hmm. is not true. That is not true. Right. Yeah. But I think there's something about adult friendships, but also like you just find your people. It's different. Mm-hmm. And like I yeah, have cause... great friends everywhere. It's not just like my friend group here, but I think it was what I needed at the time. So it felt different. If that makes sense. Yeah, I think I think that hits the nail on the head pretty much because I'm also the kind of person like me and my best friend Ian, we've been friends for probably sixteen years at this point. I've known him since first grade. We've been knows? best friends since sixth. So shout out I've Ian also been... um for coming to my birthday party one time. <laughs> he was there. Yeah, so... I, I think I dragged him there. But um but I've also like King. I've rolled with the same like five or six friends since my freshman year of college as well. And I've always been one for like tight knit groups rather than a big social circle. Whereas now, yeah. like, and especially in that fall semester, like I kind of learned you can have both. Like, yep. um, because I'm absolutely still friends with like my tight circle and like those guys are my rocks, but like, I still have all of this. I don't want to say extra padding, but it, my reach goes further than I thought it could. Um, well, they say, and, like, it takes a village, right? And I think a village is large, but in your village, your next-door neighbors you're going to be close to. And yeah. then, like, in the neighborhood, you know everybody, right? Yeah, That's how I totally. would describe it. So, like, your village is probably pretty big, but your next-door neighbors are, like, the mm-hmm. Henrys, the Nates, the Ians, the Bryans. Yeah, I, I think that that's exactly right, because... I'm still friends with all of my single cam one friends. I like a lot of us aren't in that kind of path anymore, but we're yeah. all still in touch. Like we still use our group chat from time to time, but, um, it's been I cool. think I'm just going to say, sorry, I'm interrupting, but it's been cool no, because good. you were so introverted and mm. so you were really depressed and yeah. just like, you didn't want to talk to anybody not even really your family, which is fine. Mm-hmm. I mean, I did not hear from you for months. I was oh, like, no, there I was hope Matthew's okay. I, <laughs> there was one stretch where I specifically, and I mean, it's written in my journal somewhere, where I was like, I know I'm cutting people out right now, and it's probably a bad idea, but I'm going to continue to do it anyway, because I'm not no. And I remember having a conversation with mom during all that, because, you know, mom and I talk every day. She's like, what do I very best friend she is my very best friend mm-hmm. uh, and if people think that's weird i don't care <laughs> we have like a very sweet relationship um with boundaries but i think i remember talking to her and her being like he's just quiet i don't know and i was like mom just let him feel it out you know he's going mm-hmm. through it i don't think he's gonna harm himself and i think that he's smart enough to talk to somebody if it got too far mm-hmm. But he just needs to, like, deal with it. And I kind of did the same thing when I was going through mm-hmm. what I was going through. Nobody knew I was. Nobody yeah. knew. And um, until it all hit the fan and I had no choice, right? 
I was mm-hmm. like, okay, well, I'm going to like speak up about it now because I don't want to do something stupid. And I think you were kind of the same way. And, but going from that, and then when you switched into media, um, you were, I was like, Matthew's hanging out with all these people. He's going on dates. <laughs> He's like doing all these things. Who is he? And it yeah. was like refreshing for us. I know to see like you found your niche, right? Yeah, and I think, uh, especially kind of as I was, like, at the end of that first semester back, um, and I had kind of found my footing a little more, in, at least in school, because, like, also, um, ever since I got to college, like, I made the dean's list my first semester there, because it was, I mean, I was a freshman, all entry-level courses, but, like, as I went on, my grades, like, were a steady decline. Um, but when I got back, I made the Dean's list again and my grades actually stayed good, which was granted small sample size, only three semesters. But, um, I, I think it was significant because I, I actually cared about what I was learning about. It was interesting to me and like, I was invested in the work, but yeah. Um, well, and then in turn, you also like, sorry, I'm like so uncomfortable sitting here. I'm in the very small spot. Um, which you are too. And the door keeps opening. Um, but you were, you were thriving in that area. And so then you started thriving in like so many different other areas of your life. Mm-hmm. Like in our family, we keep running it back. I mean, obviously it's like our most common ground, but like you were able, you were showing up to things and you were fully there. I watched you mm-hmm. be present for the first time in. Yeah years i uh, i think that i think that's right as well because and that's something i don't really think about that much because in my head it has always been oh family stuff it's not that it's not a big deal to me it's just that like i have known you people for so long (laughs) like literally forever and like we are bound like we are bound by blood and at the hip like i you guys can't get rid of me and i can't get rid of you even if i wanted to like it's just and so I think that led to a lot of checked outness. Um, but no, you're absolutely right. Especially like after I got back and got going um, in this, on this new track, um, I was able to enjoy things like for real. And that was, that yeah. was great. And like we, I mean, I said it a little while ago, but like the last two years for our family have been hard, like super hard and just, intense i feel like we Mm -hmm. are in a break right now please god i'm begging (laughs) please we need a break but i think like with that you were even able to have capacity for the hard stuff when you definitely would not have before because i mean like in the timing was so perfect with it all Mm -hmm. not that like you got better so you could deal with all of our garbage in your own like yeah but i think that we all like were able to deal with it like yeah better than we could have a couple years ago but especially for you because i think if like our grandparents had passed i went through what i went through dad moved away like all the mm. things if that would have happened six months earlier oh, you yeah. would have totally it would different have story. probably been the straw that broke the camel's back for you yeah totally different story and i will say um because i forgot to mention it 
I did go to therapy for a short stint. Slayer. My therapist. Shout out MTSU therapy. Yeah, shout out to MTSU therapy because they they had the hookup. But when I actually got to therapy, um, and this is not me shitting on therapy, but I did not have a great therapist. He didn't really help that much. But um, I remember you saying like, "I went to therapy today." And I was like, how I was it? And you're like, I went to therapy. I don't know. Yeah, it's I didn't fine. really, like, he did, there was at one point he tried to show me, like, a YouTube hype beast video. It was, it was strange. But um, Great. I say that because, like, I was looking for answers, and I still wasn't getting them. Um, and that was just kind of part of the narrative. But uh, anyway, back to, <laughs> uh, where was I? I think, oh, the end of uh, that first semester back where I was, like, starting to find my footing again. And I was leaning more towards live production just because the difference between live production and like um, movie making, I guess I'll call it, um, live production just fits my brain better. It it happens so fast. And like, if you mess up, you just kind of move on. That's so much better yeah. for me. <laughs> like my it's brain. It's freaking cool too. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. Um, <laughs> and so you found live production, ended up getting a crazy gig with the sounds the nashville sounds Mm. which i still don't even know how that happened but so that was because when i got back i only had three semesters uh to get my degree because i just had so many credits built up from flying um i'd basically taken every gen ed course you can think of (laughs) and so that first semester back i spent kind of getting a feel for things and I was leaning towards live production at the end of it. So that second semester is when I committed to live production and I took multi-camera two where I found even more friends and um, built even more relationships. And I think I forget who it was that kind of like showed me that sports could be an avenue, but there was just one day where it just came into my mind because mm-hmm. I knew that I wanted to work at the sounds because that was just a good starting point. Um, but I actually remember the guy who gave me the email that I needed and I reached out to to get that job. Uh, his name was Zachary Ray. Shout out, Zach. Um, not to be because, confused with Zach, our brother. Yeah, not to be confused with our brother. But um, I sent out that email and I was working at Best Buy at the time. And I had to follow up like two or three times, I think. I forgot or, about that. Sorry, I forgot yeah, me you too. I there. genuinely forget I worked <laughs> at that time. But um, That's funny. I remember I was working one night and I was at the uh, in-store pickup counter because that's just where they put me. Um, and I got an email back. And it was basically in my initial email that I sent out. I basically laid it all out. I was like, hey, this is who I am. Um, this is what I'm doing in school right now. I really like baseball and like, I, I think sports are an avenue for storytelling that aren't really as explored as maybe they could be yada, yada, mm-hmm. yada. A lot of like, I, I basically just wanted to make it clear that one, I really care about this. And two, yeah. like I'm going to give you my best. And shockingly enough, that works. So, um, I got the email back while I was at Best Buy and I remember reading it. Like I, I walked away from the counter to the back and like, I got so excited and like, I'm I see if I could find it in our family group text. Oh, <laughs> uh, the email. Yeah. I know or, you sent a screenshot. Yeah. Um, 
but I, I got so excited. And I remember at the end of that shift, because I thought it was like my big break, like I wasn't sure how much work I was going to get, but I thought it was going to pay well. Uh, spoiler, it didn't, but that's a whole nother story. It's um, okay. <laughs> but um, I... I basically went up to my boss and I was like, hey, um, this just in, I'm giving you my two weeks now. Even though and I, you're like, I, bye. <laughs> I was very excited to leave Best Buy. It was a good place to work. I just, I was not jiving with retail. Um, but yeah, so I, then I spent last summer, 2023, uh, just kind of grinding it out with the sounds, just learning as much as I can and taking any opportunity that I could get. Um, if you were on the then, jumbotron at a sounds game, it could have been Matthew that put you there. And honestly, there was a good chance. <laughs> yeah, um, <laughs> I think. Uh, do you remember Haven Walls? I do. She was at a game you were working at, and she was on the jumbotron twice. So I wonder if you did that unintentionally. Uh, maybe I don't know. I I That's definitely awesome. didn't do it intentionally. I can tell you that much. Uh, <laughs> I just I so much of it is literally just kind of pointing the camera at a group of people. So. <laughs> But um, anyway, so during that summer, I was I was fully sold in, like fully invested. I I quit my my regular job to take like very, not great pay, but infrequent work with the sounds and doing Uber Eats on the side, um, just to keep nice. my schedule open so that if anything came up, I could take it. Because one of the things that I learned uh, while I was in school was just never say no to a gig while you're while you're starting out which i've taken that to heart and i do every gig given to me but yeah um anyway i i just kind of i made it obvious that like i cared and that that's what i wanted to do and it led to me getting work with a uh, national soccer club and eventually the predators which is like oh. kind of my my big break our unquote. family flipped out because <laughs> we're all massive preds fans yeah. Shout out. I don't know how we became Preds fans. I think mom, probably mom. It's our mom is Cup. our sports uh matriarch Stanley in our Cup family. In yeah, and we all just like love the Preds. And Matthew was like, I got a job for the Preds. And I was like, No freaking yeah. way. <laughs> I do be using that discount though. Thank you. Yeah, it is it is a great discount. But um it's still kind of tough because I'm still like in this weird limbo of like, I have to prove myself to these people, which I've done, I think. Yeah, you have. Because uh, whenever for I sure. got hired by the Preds, I only got scheduled for one game for the first half of the season. And I got called in like two more times, but um, it's still very much a thing, kind of like when I started at Sounds, which by the end of the Sounds, like I was one of their guys. Like they would go to me for a lot of stuff. You but, are like um, a networking king. I it, it's I don't think it's networking so much as it is working. I think well, at least for me. Networking and working, you have connections everywhere now. In Nashville, I do now and Seattle. And apparently. shout out, shout out to LinkedIn. I think people <laughs> give LinkedIn a lot of crap because they don't know how to use it, but uh, that's not my problem anyway. Um, well, but, and so, <clears throat> but with the Preds, Sounds National Soccer Club, that got you connected. You're doing stuff with Lipscomb now. You're also mm -hmm. you did Monster Jam. Yep. <laughs> a couple yep. weeks ago. <laughs> it, it is kind of a, just a. I, I people ask me if I'm available for stuff, and it's like I am, also, so I'm doing it. How dare we leave out that you got to go to Texas 
and go oh, to yeah. the what awards were those? AM the uh ACMAs, I think. Academy A-C- of Country Music Awards. Yeah. Uh, okay, that was yeah, actually you gotta do that. The Today yeah, Show. My pro- Today Show. I don't think I did. Keep oh Urban. wait, no. Yeah, uh so both of those were uh opportunities from my professors. Um yeah, the Today Show one, I just kind of showed up. The Today Show one, I just kind of showed up at 5 a.m. in Nashville and just watched Keith Urban. That wasn't much. but Could be a uh, worse Texas... way to start your day. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, but the Texas trip was really cool. My professor uh, had the hookup. He took about five of us down there. Um, and that was a lot of fun. And that was another... You've been a talent I... escort? Sorry, I'm remembering I was a... all the cool things you've done. Yeah, I was a talent escort for the NHL Awards. Uh, I hung out with Seamus for about four hours. Shouts out because we <laughs> did watch WWE growing up, and I did love him. And when you told me you got to do that, I was like, wow. It was really Not cool. Not Seamus, really nice the too. wrestler. It was, it, he, his wife was really nice, too, because uh, they kind of, at one point, like, they told us whenever we got there, like, you know, you're just, you're just here to lead them places. Don't talk to them. Uh, you're not, you're not supposed to be their friends or whatever. And I was like, yeah, fine by me. Like, I don't know how to talk to celebrities, but, um, Seamus, Seamus, his wife and his manager were, were all actually really cool. They were asking me questions about like what I'm doing. And I kind of gave them the rundown of just like, Oh, I worked at the sounds this summer. I'm hoping I hadn't gotten the Preds gig at the time. I'm hoping to work for the Predators. And whenever they were leaving, his wife was like, good luck with the Predators. And I was like, oh, that's so nice. Well, Um, shout out Seamus' wife, if you're listening, because I know you are, obviously. (laughs) He made it, if you're wondering. Yeah, yeah, I did. I kind of, I wish, I hope I see them at a game sometime so I can be like, you guys don't remember me, but I remember you. Um, Yeah. Well, and all of these things have, like, culminated. mm -hmm. And now, you're headed out. Yeah, now I, so it kind of goes back to that, uh, what I said earlier, of just like happiness is always, is back to number one. That is, that is my ultimate goal again. And a lot of that for me has always been like, I want to get out of Tennessee. Um, I love it here, but I'm not dying here. Like I respectfully, <laughs> the, the world is too big to die in the same spot that I was born, I think. Um, and so, uh, I visited Seattle with my mom or our mom when I was 15. Uh, I only went for like five days. But, there was um, no way you're only 15. I mean, you were I was, 15. I thought you were younger. Nope, They're 13. 15. No, 15. I looked at the pictures and the dates on them the other day. I was 15. 17. Uh-huh. Well, also, you wow. went to like Haiti and Guam and Puerto Rico. Within... Never been to Guam. <laughs> I've been to Guatemala, I, I, but Guam, uh, sure. Well, there you go. Um, all none for leisure none for leisure none, none for leisure but also by the time you were like 19 so i also raised my own money to go yeah but i got this plane ride for free which was really nice <laughs> uh but yeah i was 15 i only went for like five days but since mom was in business meetings all day because it was a business trip uh and also she would never let me do this now but uh i i just got to kind of walk around seattle by myself at so 15 different. years old it was very different but also it was a ton of fun because uh, it kind of just opened my eyes. Like the world is bigger than White House, Tennessee, uh, and like Shocker. there's yeah, there's other cool <laughs> places out there, and uh, the Pacific Northwest specifically is so beautiful. Like it, I I like Seattle so much because it's kind of a good blend of urban life, but also like there's a ton of trees around uh, Mount Rainier. 
there's the Puget Sound. So like it's got everything. But um Great. so I I think I always like I knew I wanted to move out from Tennessee for a while, but uh I didn't really start looking at Seattle until I was probably like seventeen or eighteen. But yeah. um And you have been anyway. consistent like saying you're gonna move there. Ever yeah, since. like that's the other thing is I I've it it's kind of a similar thing with flying where like I tell people that I'm going to do this thing and like I do those things like I did fly the plane like I did get the certificates um yeah. and I, I think that has been a consistent part of my character for like all of it I just think now more than ever it's in the right spot and like I'm yeah. doing it for the right reasons um and so yeah now I I'm heading off to Seattle uh because I've been in touch with uh, the production manager at Root Sports Northwest, who covers uh, my favorite baseball team, the Seattle Mariners. Shocker. Um, and if all goes well, which it looks like it might, um, I, I should be working for them. And that's kind and the of Kraken, like right? the, and the Kraken as well. Yeah. Um, and that's hockey just kind baby. of like, <laughs> yeah, the Seattle Kraken hockey, baby. Um, yeah. But yeah, that's kind of that's kind of the dream gig. And it's a really crazy it's insane to think about especially considering the vast majority of all of this has happened in the last year like well and the seattle thing was just confirmed like two weeks ago yeah the seattle thing was confirmed like two weeks ago which literally that was that was nuts because mom talked to me that morning so for a little bit of context our dad does travel x-ray now and so him and my mom travel together. They've been in Idaho since May. And the whole dream was kind of like his next assignment would be in Seattle. Matthew would move out there with them for a little bit, help him get on his feet. Cause like you're moving with mm-hmm. like your car and your clothes and yeah, like, that's it. Much. And, um, but mom was like, I don't know that there's any assignments and it's looking a little grim. She told me mm-hmm. that morning. And then literally, maybe five hours later, she was like, we got our place in Seattle. I was like, what? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so it's funny. So my side of that was they called me the night before just being like, hey, man, sorry. Like, there's no jobs out there. We can't find any work. Um, And I I kind of expected this to happen almost a little bit because another thing with me is like, I. I'm not a very lucky person when it comes to like just Matthew's things just happening. Like, Matthew's always like, Caitlin, what did you win? Yeah, no, Caitlin wins everything. Uh, that like, is not true. She, she knows all yet. of the rich people. I don't know how it happens. I, I drew the short end of the stick from birth, but um, that's kind of like, there's a whole thing about making your own luck somewhere in that. But um, anyway, so like I kind of like was waiting for the shoe to drop because I, like things had just been lining up way too perfectly. Like dad traveling for work. Um, this internship is like the perfect door to open. Like, I, I don't know, like something's going to go wrong eventually. And shocking enough, it did briefly. Um, and I remember after, after I got off the phone call with them, I was just like, crap, like, I, I I don't want to, I'm not laying down yet because I've, I've come too far. Like yeah. I already have all these connections that I've already talked to and like tried to sell myself on. I don't want to wait five to seven years before 
I go back to them like I'm finally moving. And so I was like up at like 2 a.m. reaching out to people on LinkedIn like, is there anything that you can give me where I could feasibly like sustain myself for a little while and like until I can get my feet under me or whatever. So like even when I was down and out, like I was trying to make it work because I like that is how important I think it is. So, um, but thankfully it worked out and it's a lot easier now and uh, I get to go up there with mom and dad, which will be nice. I'm excited to live with them again for a little while. Um, and I, I have a decent head start out there. Uh, I reached out to a bunch of producers and directors and they at least seem interested in me. So I, I think it's just going to be a matter of kind of a similar boat when I started last summer where I just, I'm in now it's time to show up. So, um, crazy, almost a month and Matthew's driving out there, which is insane, by the way, with yeah, Ian. Like shout out right. Ian again. Shout Ian? out Ian again. Honestly, you've MVP. gotten so many shout outs today. Um, A1 since day MVP. one. I know, yeah. seriously. And um, I'm going to go visit. I've never been out there. I'm going in April, um, late April, early May. And I'm excited. Our whole fam bam. Well, minus Zach and Miriam Ward, but they're coming a different time. Um, oh, are they? I didn't know that. Yeah, they're coming out there. That's awesome. That'll be fun. Yeah, the Great. whole fam is going. Sorry, mom and dad. It took Matthew uh, moving for us to actually visit you. <laughs> um, no, it's okay. I'm, we all know who they want to see. It's okay. It's fine. Yeah, no. Proud of you. I know it's been a long journey. and yeah. The past two years have been really intense for all of us, mm-hmm. but we've made it. You've made it. And you're going. Matthew's throwing his own going away party. <laughs> Yep. If you I want something done hilarious. right, you gotta do it I think it's so great. Uh, no, it's great. Well, um, sorry, I kind of have to wrap up. I'm going to workout class. Um, but I always ask everybody, what is one song you should go and listen to right now? Uh, before I do that, I just kind of want to give out my thesis for all of this because I think the deepest, yeah. But I think what this has all really taught me in just like the last two or three years that I think everyone can kind of learn something from because that's just the storytelling like itch in me. Um, None of this would be possible one without all the people who have loved and supported me. Thank everybody. Uh, I could never go through the list, but there's a lot. You're welcome. Um, (laughs) But really, I think at the end of the day, I think everybody truly knows what's best for themselves. And Mm -hmm that is an instinct that you have to listen to um, because I, I wouldn't be where I'm at. And granted, like I'm still far from exactly where I want or need to be, but um, You're on you your know, way. I, yeah, I'm on my way and I I'm better. Like I am truly like happy. I'm having fun. Um, and I'm in a large part fulfilled even without like all of the, like i guess the pot of gold so to speak but yeah um, but you keep getting like you're adding to the puzzle pieces to complete the picture and like it's it's a constant constant building process but um so that that is just kind of what i try to tell people of just what i've learned from all this is listen to yourself i promise you 
it will take you so much further than you could ever imagine. So, yeah. uh, but as for songs, um, that's a toughie. I've got like three that I can think of. Uh, okay. The number one uh, has been my favorite song for the past like year, I would say, um, is No Rain by Blind Melon. Love that song. Uh, two, I'm going to say Real Love Baby, but the the cover by The Heavy Heavy. Is that the and, Real Love? Yeah. Well, I don't know if it's that one, but it's a good wait, song. Everyone can listen that's to a it. different song. Oh, wait, yeah. No, you got yeah, it. That's it. Okay. Uh, and then three is uh, Drive by Incubus. Shout out to all my Surf Sub fans. Cody's you thinking drive. you were going to say Drive by Ben Richter. I was like, have you listened to Ben Richter? No. Um, okay, solid hey, songs. I'll put song. them on the playlist. Um, for me, I just have one. But I'm kind of stuck between a couple I have to save them up because I always never have an answer. Um, I'm going to say this song. Oh, it just went away. Oh, it's back. Uh, Push for Yellow, in parentheses, Shelter by Valley. Mm. It's a very like interesting, vibey, Van Camino vibes almost, but not mm. song. We all know I love the Van Camino right for, for years now. Anyway, all right. Well, this has been sweet and fun. Maybe I'll have Matthew back on the pod. Would be crazy for me to record a pod episode while I'm in Seattle with everybody. I think that could be fun. That there is a world in which that chaotic. I think there's a world in which that works, uh, (sighs) and I don't know. It would require some planning, but maybe. Anyway, well, thank you for coming on. I appreciate it. Yeah, thank you for having me. Of course, and um, I'll see you maybe this weekend. <laughs> we keep talking about. I'm like, yeah. I'll be in Murfreesboro for the next <laughs> week, basically. So, yeah. Um. Okay. Well, I'm gonna go to my workout class now. Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Later. Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode. And I forgot to say in the beginning. Um, hello, season two of Call Me When You Get This. Crazy. Hope you're enjoying the little brand refresh. No more hot pink and blue phone uh, cover art. But thank you so much for listening to this episode. I hope you learned a little bit more about me, about my brother, and um, maybe feel inspired to do something that maybe scares you or you've always wanted to do. And I love him so much. And I love you guys so, so much. And I will see you next week with a new episode with my friend Caroline. All of the links are in the show notes. And I love you guys. And I'll see you next week.